0: Welcome to another Guided Masterclass. Today we have Michael Tipper on productivity. This presentation will help you and your busy agency eliminate distractions, get laser focused and achieve much more with just a handful of tiny tweaks to what you're already doing. Michael ends his presentation with a Q&A from the audience.
1: Guider Talks. And today we have got, I'm delighted to say, we've got Michael tipper with us. Michael um, runs Peak Performance Productivity. He is a specialist in productivity, which I guess is why so many people are here. Ironically, I saw one or two people sign up at 10 past past 12, 50 minutes early, which makes me think maybe their productivity or their efficiency may may be suffering slightly. Anyhow, the subject is Procrastination, what is it? why it happens and what you can do about it. So without further ado, I'm going to hand over to Michael. Michael's going to give us about 30 minutes uh, or in a sort of a presentation style uh, and then we'll throw it open to Q;A. Any questions you've got through the session, you can drop them into the, the chat. Uh, Otherwise, uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, Thank you very much and welcome to Mr. Michael Tipper.
0: Thank you very much indeed. First of all, just want to make sure that everyone can hear me because I have launched one of these presentations in the past, not realising that I was on mute and no one could really hear me and no one really uh, acknowledged that for a while. So can you just sort of wave to me so that you can actually hear me? Thank you. Fantastic. So we're going to talk about procrastination. And I want to start by telling you a quick story about procrastination, because there is a cost to procrastination. Now, I don't know how many of you have got involved in any cryptocurrency investing. Um, Up until about 18 months ago, I had no idea what cryptocurrency was, but a friend of mine got into it. And around about November last year. They started talking to me, Michael, Michael, you've got to get into Bitcoin. You've got to get into Bitcoin. And I was going, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. well, you've got to get into Bitcoin. Look, it's at a great price now. And at the time, this is about November 2020, um, it was at a price of $14,000. Now, I don't know if you know much about Bitcoin, but you can buy little slivers of it. So you don't have to buy one whole Bitcoin. You can buy slivers of it. So I thought, yeah, it's going to be because Michael it's going to go to 100,000 next year. You've got to get in. You've got to get in. So I go, yeah, yeah. I got excited by it. I got excited by it. And I didn't actually put any money in until the middle of December, by which time it was now $21,000. So its price had increased by 50 percent. OK, its price increased by 50 percent. Now, I don't know if you have looked at Bitcoin recently, but yesterday it was priced at 61 thousand dollars so there's a cost to procrastination there's a cost of delay for me for me depending on how much that is well uh, it doesn't matter how much it is but my investment is only worth two thirds of what it could have been had i got in where my friend told me to so my delay has cost me now in monetary terms uh, i did the math master- working this out in monetary terms so it's got a record of this if i'd have just invested a thousand pounds into it it would have cost me fifteen hundred. If I'd have invested 10,000, it would cost me 15 grand. If I'd invested 100 grand, it would have cost me 150,000. So I can, put a, I can put a price on my procrastination in that particular situation. So there is a cost to procrastination. Um, there are a number of costs. First of all, uh, a big cost is our own, uh, our own self-esteem, believe it or not. Because if we get into the habit of identity of putting things off, then we start to become someone with an identity of not completing. And of course, you're busy people. You've got lots of things you want to do and you want to complete them. But if you create the pattern of putting things off, then what will happen is that you'll set up that identity and that's not good. Now, um, the other thing that uh, there is a cost there is something called the Zygarnik effect. Have you heard of the, If you've heard of the Zygarnik effect, could you just sort of wave your hand up sort of, or some, some form of positive? So no one. So Zygarnik effect. Bluma Zygarnik was a Russian memory expert who was studying in Berlin in the 1920s. One night she went out with her professor and her friends and went to a restaurant. What she noticed, what she noticed was that all the waiters could remember the drinks orders, the desserts, the main course, the coffees, remember all the information about that particular table. And These tables might have 10, 15 people up until the point the bill was paid. So whilst things were going on and they were looking after the table, they could remember everything. But as soon as the bill was paid, as soon as the transaction had been complete, they couldn't remember anything. She was fascinated by this, did some research and discovered this effect called the Zygarnik effect. So what is it? Every time you open up an intention to do something, a channel opens up in your brain. There's a route into your subconscious going to tap into everything that you've already done, experienced to see if it can help with that particular task. That channel stays open until you get completion so if you're if you're committing to doing things but you're putting them off and putting them off the more you do the more channels are open that's going to drain mental energy that's going to drain mental energy so it is a it is a real problem and if you've got lots of those things over you won't be as effective on the things that you do do because you've got all the things waiting to be done okay so procrastination is a problem some research i saw the other day showed that 20 percent of us 20 percent of us will procrastinate on something major every single day now there's even is it procrastination celebrated there's even a procrastination society that have their own website and their own creed they have a 13-point creed now so just listen these are three that I think might resonate with people so item number three on their on their 13-point creed is I will never rush into a job without a lifetime of consideration it's not a good creed. Now, if you can resonate with any of these, just sort of make a mental note. Uh, item number eight on their creed is if at first I don't succeed, there's always next year. And the last one, which is this, um, I know the work cycle is not plan, start, finish, but wait, plan, and plan. So that's so it's celebrated. So procrastination is almost. almost a celebrated thing but actually it's very very costly for us. So what I'm going to do today is I am going to talk to you about procrastination. Here's what we're going to talk about. Procrastination, um, what it is, why it happens and more importantly what you can do with it. Now just to give you a bit of context, here's my mantra for productivity. My mantra is this, do more important work in a more focused way more often and for longer. So do more important work in a more focused way more often and for longer. That's the context. When am I helping people with productivity? This is what we're trying to do. But what we find ourselves doing often is putting this off. So what is procrastination? Well, there's all sorts of definitions. My favourite definition comes from a book called The War of Art by Stephen, Stephen Pressfield and his definition of Um, procrastination there are two phases the first thing he identifies something called resistance now this is what resistance is so resistance cannot be seen touched heard or smelled but it can be felt we experience it as an energy field radiating from a working potential it's a repelling force it's negative its aim is to shove us away distract us prevent us from doing our work now, that's the overall resistance. I'm sure we've all felt that when we're something we know we should be doing, but we can't actually do it. And what happens is he says the worst form of resistance is procrastination. This is his definition of procrastination. It's the most common manifestation of resistance because it's the easiest to rationalize. We don't tell ourselves, I'm never going to write my sym- sympathy, sym- symphony. Instead, we say, I'm going to write my sympathy. I'm just going to start it tomorrow. So that's a great definition. I can't really better it. Now, one of the things um, I think is really, really important. Now, I'm going to say something now, and I, and I, I implore you to write it down, because it's really good. Now, I can't claim, claim uh, uh, the, uh, the, where this comes from, because it's someone else's statement, but it's really, really good. It comes from two people called Chip and Dan Heath, and it's this. Resistance is often the, the, uh, is often, um, uh, the lack of clarity. Resistance is often the lack of clarity. So, there's just a hint to one of the things that you can possibly do to overcome resistance and maybe overcome procrastination. So, that's what procrastination is. There's all sorts of other scientific definitions, but I just want to give that because it's a really nice definition. It really grabbed me when I first saw it. So, why do we procrastinate? Okay. Now, this might come as a bit of a shock. Okay. And if anyone's offended, it's the truth. It's because why do you procrastinate? It's because you're weak that's why you procrastinate it's because you're weak now it's not you specifically it's because you're human and humans are generically weak okay and i'm going to explain why in a second i'll give you some of the neuroscience brain stuff about why we actually procrastinate it. now what i want to do though is i want to set you up for a challenge are you up for a challenge okay this is yes this is no obviously you up for a challenge okay now here's the challenge now, I've done a lot of work in the nuclear industry. I remember working with one power station up in the north, uh, northwest. And I said, are you up for a challenge? They said, yes, Michael. I challenged them. They didn't like it. OK, so the challenge is quite simple. I'm going to challenge you now because I would imagine, just like any special forces soldier whose gun never leaves more than three feet from where their hand is, your phone is within arm distance of where you are. My challenge is this turn your phone off for the remainder of this session. Now, I don't mean silence. I mean actually turn the thing off. Because I want you to turn it off and I want you to notice how you feel when you turn it off. The other thing I want you to do, if you're looking at a screen, is I want you to close down everything but Zoom. I want you to close down everything but Zoom. I just want to notice how you feel, okay? Now, For the rest of this presentation, I want you to focus on me. Now, I might be boring. I might not engage you. You might hear stuff that you don't like. You might hear stuff that you've heard before. But you'll encounter all four of those scenarios in the work that you do. The challenge to get things done and do more important work in a more focused way more often than for longer is to overcome that. But I just want you to experience what it's like to make that commitment because, in order to overcome procrastination, that's what you've got to do. That's what you've got to do. This is a bite sized version of the hour long video. To watch the rest, visit guidedmemberhub.com.